Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail. And I have my whole monorail family at the table here with me, including one monorail cat. <laughs> Although he probably won't talk on mic. Let's see if he'll introduce himself. Cat? Nope. No introduction. <laughs> but he is sitting in the lap of... Chicken Nugget. Chicken Nugget. Still Chicken Nugget. You said you were getting tired of it. I thought you might have something new today. <laughs> you could graduate to like quarter pounder with cheese. <laughs> No. <laughs> Chicken strip. <laughs> well, Garrett Monorail is here. Beside Garrett Monorail. Which way? I already do my. Nope. I already introduced you Gotta my, reintroduce nope, yourself. I did my. You do yours. Across from me. <laughs> okay. Across from me is across from me. McKenna Monorail. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Did you have a witty name you wanted to say today? No, um, I have a headache. Mm. So that, I guess, my name, I have a headache. Okay. So sad. I'm sad that you have a headache. But McKenna is here with us. And then, last but not least... Samantha Monorail. Samantha Monorail is here. Easy. Yep, the easiest one. Crazy name. I don't have to deal with shenanigans from you. Mm -mm. At least not in the introductions. Not... Not all the time. Maybe later. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody. This is episode 117 of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. Today is July the 20th, 2020. Oh my gosh, July is almost over. Yeah, I know. It's time it's to start insane. thinking about back to school. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in school. It didn't stop. That's true. I only get a week break before you- I Go back for fall semester. You like to torture yourself? Yeah, apparently. School never stops, and work never stops. But Garrett at least has had a summer break, and that'll be over soon. Mm. Trying to figure out how we're going to go about that. But you've got a little bit of time left. Uh, just about a month. So, we'll see. Um, but, in the meantime, we have been able to actually return to the Walt Disney World theme parks. And this time, this past weekend, both kids joined us Yay! as we returned to Epcot. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. First, a couple of other small news items that I wanted to cover, and then we can talk about Epcot and maybe even a little bit of the Magic Kingdom. You may have seen, if you checked out our Monday Morning Monorail YouTube page, there are videos out there of our experience at Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Which I think give you a pretty good idea of what we experienced. We kind of compare the two, and we'll talk today how those two compare to Epcot. But it is true, this past week, Epcot and Hollywood Studios opened again. And one thing that also happened was Disney actually released some additional capacity, reservation capacity for annual pass holders for all the parks except for Hollywood Studios. So... Essentially, I think what has happened is that all of the capacity was being reserved for Hollywood Studios by resort guests. So it seems that they have it split up into buckets where they can allocate a certain amount to each bucket. And it, and they must resort guests must not have been snatching up all the Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, and, and Hollywood or Epcot days. So those got reallocated. So suddenly there was availability. Yep. And uh, but not for Hollywood Studios. And just based on what we've seen from following people people on Twitter or Instagram or the socials, it seems that Hollywood Studios and Epcot have had somewhat higher crowds than what we've seen. Yeah, at Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. The wait times are listed pretty high. Yeah. I also heard maybe those are exaggerated a little bit. Yeah, but it's still I don't like it. Well, so. 
the wait times are one indication. And when we say hi, we mean like 75 thir- minutes. Well, yeah, but I was going to say like 40 plus because right now the situation at Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, you're not going to see wait times over like 20, 25 minutes unless yeah. it's Seven Dwarves Mine Train or maybe Splash Mountain. You but, just walk onto rides there. Yeah. But it looked like it was a little more, especially for the cast member preview days at Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Those were particularly busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it may have gotten a little better, but I can tell you, we've seen pictures and our experience in Epcot yesterday. It was pretty rare that we didn't have like a lot of people around. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like a busy, you know, summer you know, right right around the time where they kick off food and wine, maybe, you know, right before kids go back to school, like you would experience. It wasn't that kind of crowd. I mean, it wasn't overloaded, but compared to what we had previously experienced, it was, it was busy. busy. So, yeah, it yeah. did. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. But first, quickly, I did want to mention, as Hollywood Studios reopen, they have changed the way that people are joining boarding groups for Rise of the Resistance. If you remember... Zoom back several months ago before the parks ever closed. Rise of the Resistance actually started with a virtual boarding system, a virtual reservation system. So when the parks opened, as long as you were in the park, you could join a boarding group. And if you got a boarding group, it would be called sometime throughout the day. And you'd be able to go ride Rise of the Resistance with a pretty minimal weight, really. Well, with the parks reopening, I kind of wondered if they would even do a boarding group system at all. Because... I mean, based on the low crowds we'd seen in the parks, I thought, well, maybe they'll just have it open. You can just go get in line and ride. That is not the case. They are still doing the boarding groups for Rise of the Resistance, but they're now spreading it out through the day. So there are actually three different times where you can try to board or reserve a boarding group. And I don't know if it's... I mean, in theory, I think this made sense because... People were complaining that if you weren't there when the park opened and you didn't get a boarding group immediately, you're kind of, you know, you're just out of luck. You missed out on it. So this gave people the opportunity to actually try to get a boarding group if they weren't there first thing in the morning. Seems like a good idea. I think what they're doing is they're taking the total amount of boarding groups that they would have had for a whole day. And now they're splitting them into like three blocks. So they get released when the park opens at 10, again at 1 p.m. and then at 4. So... I guess it actually kind of adds a little more stress because there's less opportunity for you to get a boarding group each time. It's like a third of the amount of the availability. So I'm seeing a lot of people who are failing to get boarding groups. They try again at one, they fail again, and then try again at four. I mean, so I think, I mean, people are certainly getting them. I see people getting them, but at the same time, it just seems like it's three opportunities for frustration instead of just the one. Yeah, and um, Allison said that they couldn't get um, yeah a passport or yeah. a boarding group. Yeah, she didn't. She have some sort of a some sort of a technical glitch. Yeah, she said her like the app wasn't working right or something. Yeah, so um, that that's the problem. I mean, people are still struggling. Not, I mean, not everybody's having success. The wait times we've seen for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway have been really long. Again, you. I know you said it, and I've seen other people say it too, too that maybe these these wait times are a bit inflated. Um, yeah, but it still is an indication that there are too many people there, maybe. Yeah, well, and two, I think as we look at the attractions available at the studios, I think it's a bit top-heavy, too. I mean, you've got some really big heavy hitter headliners that everybody wants to do. Yeah, all the newer things. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Rise, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Slinky Dog is still in that category. Yeah. Um, And then probably Smuggler's Run is right there because it's still new. A lot of people haven't done it. Um, And then, you know, you've got some other things. Of course, we love Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror. But when the spillover starts to occur, that's where people go. So really, you're talking about six big attractions. Now, I'm not forgetting Muppet Vision, but... Muppet Vision is not a headliner. No. We love it. It's not a headliner. Star Tour is not a headliner. You know, there's other things you can do, but I don't know. I think people are kind of expecting based on, especially how the other parks were going, it was going to be just like ride these things as many times as you want. I mean, for for goodness sakes, Flight of Passage is a walk-on when you go to Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Easy to ride it multiple times yeah. in the day. And 
prior to this, it was like a consistent 60 minute, 90 minute wait or yeah. more. I mean, kind of the same thing with test track at Epcot. Yeah. I, we, it was very little wait. Yeah. We rode it three times. Yeah, we did. Three times test track yesterday with very minimal weight. Yeah. So, but I don't know. Maybe things will get balanced out as time goes on. I know Hollywood Studios is probably the park in most demand right now because of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Rise was only open a little while, um, you know, prior to the, you know, the parks being shut down. But even even uh, less than that, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway was only open, what, a month? Maybe. It, before they shut the parks down? Yeah, it wasn't long. Yeah, maybe just a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so people are clamoring to get in there. I get it, but it's... And it is such a fun ride. <laughs> it is. I mean, all of those things we mentioned are really good. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, while we're talking about things opening and, and brand new things opening, let's talk about some things that are closing. Forever. Forever? Forever. <laughs> we got some breaking news this week. A couple of things that we, I mean, I would say not a huge surprise, maybe one that is. And then a couple of things that we think are scratched off the board for now in terms of some changes or refurbishments. But let's just start with the closing. Ratatouille so, is gone. No, Ratatouille. No, Ratatouille. Ratatouille's okay. Let's start with the one that's obvious. Stitch. Stitch is still closed. Uh, who Have cares? they said it's closed? We, we got confirmation. Stitch oh, is finally. permanently closed. They finally yeah. said, hey, no more stint. Yeah. It's been closed for like years. Yeah, for, Come on. For those that are maybe new to the podcast, this has been an ongoing joke. For some reason, Disney for the last, what, two years, hasn't just come out and said that Stitch's Great Escape was closed forever. And it was, I think it was one of those things they always listed as like seasonal operation, but there was no season. And yeah, it, <laughs> it was never Stitch season. And back about a year ago, people started like, th that picture was circulating of the Stitch animatronic that just all of its... It was rotting. Yeah, it was rotting. It's It was just the robot. So obviously that wasn't coming back. But yeah, gone forever. In addition to that, Primeval Whirl. Permanently closed. Yes. This is a win. What? Yes. They officially why? confirmed. Not coming back. What do you mean, why? It's not good. People didn't I like don't it. mind Primeval World. <laughs> uh, it hurt. It was bad. Yeah, it hurts. I, I, I guess I'm a little curious as to what that's going to mean for Dino Land. I, yeah. think, I think that's the bigger question. Are they going to get rid of Dinosaur? Well, you know, here's the thing. Think about the layout of Dino Land proper. I mean, dinosaur really sits on its own from from a layout perspective. Well, if and there is no Dino Land, why would they have dinosaur? Because dinosaurs are animals. They can still have dinosaurs without having that specific Dino Land area. Yeah, mm. they could have they could have a land for animals that no longer exist. Extinct and animals. Yeah, keep that would be so cool. Dodos. Actually. They could have like ruins of old buildings and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they could even have like a cave you go into with like cave paintings on it. That'd be neat. Old extinct animals. Yeah. Wasn't the Tasmanian devil declared extinct at one point and then they found one just hanging out and they're I, like, oh, well, I have no idea. It's around. It's not extinct right now. So That's a Looney Tune. But, they, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one time a uh, explorer was just kind of walking through a cave and he hears. No. Oh, he's still here. No. <laughs> hey, it's Taz. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I I do think that there, this is probably some writing on the wall that Dino Land may because that's a huge chunk of the Dino Land footprint is Primeval World. If that's not going to be there, they're going to tear that out. I don't know that it's really enough room to build a whole new attraction unless they're putting in a spinner or something. So, and they already had Triceratops spin, so maybe they kind of take that whole area and reimagine it and. We heard some rumors. Could be Zootopia, maybe? No. Something like that? Extinct land? <laughs> I would um, head empty, so I was thinking cryptozoology land. Well, yeah. Bigfoot's in there. Well, I'm like, Bigfoot? The thing is, when Animal Kingdom opened, it was supposed to be a land of animals that exist and never were. So there was going to be, like, dragon rides and stuff. Um, There's, if you look at the... Um the lanterns the thing yeah there's a dragon on there yeah and and a dinosaur yeah Dragons. the animal kingdom kind of logo actually includes a dragon yeah there's a dragon can we prove that dragons never existed 
Well, you own two of them, so we they do exist. That they did. So that means they are cryptids. <laughs> anyway, I'm not trying to debate this. I'm just saying there's a lot of things that could be done with that land, and you know, and then two people are asking, does this also mean maybe dinosaur will get? Reimagined or no. just rethemed into the Indiana Jones ride since it has the same track. It could be an Indiana Jones land. Just keep the dinosaur. Just ride. keep dinosaur. Just keep just, dinosaur. just keep dinosaur. Yeah. Well. Lastly, uh, sorry. Did I was you have just another thought? Say like they could do something with those carnival games that they have. They could get rid of them. Yeah, because yeah. nobody's <laughs> playing them. <laughs> that, I mean that Dinorama area. Yeah. No. They could just make it one big Donald's Dino Bash, and it's just a dance party with characters all the time. That'd be better. I mean, people would like it. <laughs> Scrooge's Mansion in there. That would be good. DuckTales Land. Oh, that could happen. DuckTales Land. No, we're going to make it an IP. Make it Pocahontas. Yeah, that was something we talked about before. I, I think I think that would be yeah, pretty cool. I agree. Make it more... Because really, I mean, I know you're in North America when you're in the Animal Kingdom, but there's no North America represented in terms of nature, really. You've got Asia, you've got Africa. Why not have North America? Or South America. I think think if it's going to be an IP, the most likely is Zootopia. Yeah, I think so. But we'll see. Lastly on the chopping block, gone forever, officially, Rivers of Light. Which... I don't know. That it, it, to me it did kind of come out of nowhere because Animal Kingdom now doesn't have I mean I know they're not doing nighttime spectaculars at any park but will it be replaced with something or I yes, think it probably will. Um that makes me sad because I enjoyed Rivers of Light but it was better with the actors but whenever you said one that was surprising I thought you were going to say they're completely getting rid of Club Cool or something oh. because of COVID and I'm like oh, no man. please. They, they haven't said that yet, but don't put that out into the don't. universe, McKenna. I was kidding. It was a joke. <laughs> Just let them serve the melon frosty drink everywhere. Oh, and oh. I'd be fine with it. Here, so at the Coca-Cola place, I was getting Coke there in Disney Springs. And I was like, do you guys have the melon frosty? And they said no. But they, everyone that works there wants it back. So they're telling people who ask for it to send letters like to like send emails to the Coke company mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, bring it back." Don't they? It's really good. Don't they still have it on the menu there? They um, do. I think they. I don't know. She told me that they're not distributing it to oh. the the Coca Cola place there, but Spirit. they're trying to get people to email and say the melon frosty is amazing please bring it back people obviously want it back so i'm not that worried every time people every time you like a drink garrett it goes away but this one i feel like is probably going to come back because it seems like a lot of people like it well cross your fingers Uh, they they were still serving it at skipper canteen Mm -hmm. we haven't been in a while so i don't know if they still are but they were Mm -hmm. so we'll see we'll have to go back try it out again i want to go i haven't been yet yeah now, in terms of the effect of the kind of economic impact of the virus in the world, there are some things that have changed, and we learned this a little bit when Epcot opened as well. The Epcot experience used to feature all of the changes that were coming to Epcot over the next year plus, including a Mary Poppins ride in the UK and the Spaceship Earth makeover. As of now, those two things are gone from the Epcot experience. And I think that, you know, put this put this with a little star beside it. I've heard that it's confirmed that those are no longer on the table for now. Like Spaceship Earth will remain how it is for the foreseeable future. Half working. Half working, I guess. <laughs> um, and then, but Mary Poppins may not get a ride in the UK. That may just be one of those things that never happens. That's kind of sad. I, w- I was interested to see what a Mary Poppins ride would be like. I know. Some people had speculated it was just going to be a carousel, but I don't know that anyone knew that for sure. I mean, that kind of makes sense for Mary Poppins, but does it make sense for Epcot? Yeah. I don't, it, Epcot doesn't really have anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like things that go in circles. I mean, how many... If you, if you, <laughs> if you think about... like. Magic Kingdom, of course, has a ton of rides for, like, Littles. Um, Epcot doesn't have a lot. Frozen. 
Frozen They're is okay. Small Grand children. Fiesta Tour, Living with the Land. Out. But I'm just saying, like, really. Kids can ride Soren. Yeah, but little littles probably aren't fans yeah, of Soren. Shut up, kids. Get on no. the ride. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could t- say the same about. Well, Hollywood Studios has a few things now, but. Because you could ride Toy Story Mania, you could ride Alien Swirling Saucer. Star Tours is still an option for, for littles. Um, Mickey and Minnie. Y- yeah, Mickey and Minnie. So it's doing better than Epcot is. Yeah, but Epcot is more about the food. It is, but I'm saying that's exact. I'm saying they need to think about ways to draw in. I mean, Ratatouille is going to be something that littles can ride. No, it's going to be something that McKenna can ride. <laughs> <laughs> and that's still coming. They were mostly done with that, I think. We're getting close they, to it. The arch is up. Yeah. I haven't. I want to get on the Skyliner and I want to see what's going on because you can see what's happening mm-hmm. on the Skyliner unless they big, put a big tarp up. It seemed like most of the queue for Ratatouille was like behind the France Pavilion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when you go on the Skyliner, you can see it. But it's still coming. There's there's been no change to that. One thing I feel like I haven't heard of in a while is Space Two Twenty, and so I'm. I'm worried. I'm nervous. I feel like that was another one that was kind of far along, so I don't think it's going to stop. We, but we did see that dome thing. Yeah. That the dome thing, it was part of the Wonders of Life Pavilion, if that's what you're talking about. The golden-colored yeah. dome. That's the Wonders of Life that's changing into the Play Pavilion. Oh, it's still there, though. Yeah, that's coming. They're still advertising that. Um, I think the... Where's that restaurant going to be? But I think it's, like, attached to Mission Space. Oh. It's, like, right there. It's kind of it's it's actually well hidden as opposed to the Guardians of the Galaxy building, which is not well hidden. No, right. it's you can't see it. <laughs> they painted it blue, so you can't see it. But yeah, it, you can see it. It's the biggest thing in Epcot, so you can see. They should it. put some clouds on it. They should. It would look like Andy's uh, wallpaper. Yeah, from Toy Story. You can see that thing everywhere in Epcot. Yeah, it grabs your eye. You're like, it's what's ugly. that giant blue building? It's really <laughs> ugly. <laughs> It kind of looks like once you once you see the rock and roller coaster show building, you can't unsee it. It's like, oh, there it is. I ignore it's it. Been, I haven't seen it. I don't need to see it. <laughs> they could make it look cool instead of just having a. They could put trees around there. it, like some really really big, big trees, trees. <laughs> or bamboo. Bamboo is, but it, it's so hard to maintain. It's like a weed. Oh. I don't know. I don't grow bamboo. You, once you plant it, it's really hard to get rid of. What if they covered it in, like, ivy? That would be <laughs> a weird. Yeah, I don't think that would work. But they could use it. If you guys, have you seen the, um, I keep bringing it back to the solar-powered McDonald's, but they've covered, like, their outside walls with vegetation. I want that. I want my room to look like that. They could do that for the. On the inside? Yeah. The Guardians of the Galaxy building, they could do it. And maybe it would help. Bring fresh oxygen to people visiting Epcot. Eh, stop breathing, people. No! <laughs> You're passing the virus around. Yeah. <laughs> put another uh, Spaceship Earth there. Spaceship Earth 2. <laughs> they could have just covered it in mirrors to make everything look just... It just looks like Epcot then goes on forever. It would get, like, re- like I feel like Epcot that would be forever. bad. What if the sun reflects off of the mirrors and everything... Like, Killing all these ants. <laughs> it would make it really hot. It's already hot. The sun reflects off the Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> building and just burns us all like it. It just shoots a laser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might work. They could have... Covered in fur. Make it okay. rocket. Ooh. Covered in fur. <laughs> make it a giant, like, huge realistic rocket raccoon just <laughs> laying on the ground. It's gross. It's really gross, guys. I guess they could have... The biggest thing I can think of from Guardians of the Galaxy is Ego. They could have made it a planet. Ego. They paint it like a giant spaceship. They um, could have done that, too. Yeah, that giant nowhere, that giant skull-looking oh, yeah. space station kind of They could have done that, yeah. Just make it that. That'd be cool. That would scare a little kid. <laughs> talking about wanting more uh, young children to enjoy Epcot. They wouldn't enjoy that. Well, if we want to keep them out, turn it into a giant floating skull. Yeah, that's true. You know? <laughs> then little kids won't come to Epcot. All right. Let's talk a little bit about Epcot now. Oh, we weren't? <laughs> no. We're going to talk about what we experienced yesterday. So, now Garrett got to go with us to the Animal Kingdom Pass Holder Preview, and then Sam and I went to Magic Kingdom on our own. 
So we've gone to two of the four parks since they've reopened and experienced what the crowd levels were like and what social distancing was like you and mean all of three that. three of the four parks? I meant before Epcot. Oh, oh, gotcha. So on Saturday, we went to Epcot, which makes the third. Got so it. So, I mean, Garrett, you know, you've got the Animal Kingdom comparison. McKenna, this was your first trip back to the parks. Yeah, I only have, yeah. I've only been once. So let's start with you. How did you feel while we were there? Did you feel... What'd you, how'd you feel about the crowd level? The only comparison I have is to Universal, and it was better than Universal was. Yeah. So I felt fine about it. It didn't bother me. You didn't me. think it was overcrowded anywhere? No, not really. What was your... How did you feel about, like, the... How how'd you feel people... Yeah, that's... I mean, it's good to compare it to Universal. How did you feel like people were doing in lines and things? Good... But I've all, I also saw a couple bad examples. Yeah. But like for the most part, it was fine. Most part, good. What about uh, mask compliance? Yeah, I didn't see people not listening. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know if you guys did. No, everybody was pretty good. Yeah. For the most part, that's been my experience at Disney. Like, um, the people in Disney are actually doing what they're supposed to do, and people are um, cast members are calling them out if they're not. Mm-hmm. But for the most part. Everybody was listening. Did you did you feel McKenna, did you feel like Disney's doing more than Universal is doing? Or about the same? Um, all of the hand sanitizers smelled like the same hand sanitizer. So I I don't know. I don't know. I just meant everything that they've got in place to try to keep everybody safe and healthy, do you think they're doing what you expect them to do? Do you think they should do more? I think they're doing a better job at minimizing crowds mm-hmm. like keeping crowds down than universal is but i don't know i don't really know universal has less barriers they do that's a fact they haven't yeah. they haven't decided to do plexiglass as far as the eye can see and disney has in fact done that mm-hmm. and i'm i'm cool with it like i said i'd be i'd be fine with that stayed forever really to be honest <laughs> but not on the ride vehicles because like yesterday one of the ones that we rode was living with the land mm-hmm. And they have, similar to what we experienced on Kilimanjaro Safari, they've got these clear plastic kind of curtains between each row. And they're really only putting one family per boat, like one party per boat on Living with the Land. But still, if you're not in the front of the boat, the plexiglass, not well, the plastic c- curtain is, it kind of gets glares. It's, it's not, mm. I mean, you deal with it. It's not that big a deal because the sides are open. You can still see out. It's just not, I don't think it's as good, which probably would be the same. We were sitting in the front of the Kilimanjaro Safari bus when we went, so we didn't have that in front of us. But um, it was like there was a divider between us and the driver, but there was still more space. Yeah. I would imagine if you were in the, the rows behind us, it might not have been a great as great of an experience as it is without them. But Yeah, that's true. But I thought, I'm, I think the only thing... Me, so mm-hmm. jumping in on top of McKenna. That's thing. fine. The I'm only- done with McKenna. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the only thing that I think Universal is doing better is everyone has to use hand sanitizer before they get on the ride. Yeah. Other than that, I think Disney is doing a better job. Mm-hmm. Garrett, what do you think? Yes. Well, what, since you have the Animal Kingdom experience to compare to, what did you think of Epcot yesterday? It was a little more crowded, mm-hmm. but um, fine. Overall, like I didn't fight. feel like people, like it was super crowded, mm-hmm. and it was easy to get on every ride. Yeah, the longest we waited was probably for test track, and that was really only maybe the first time we waited about twenty minutes for it. The rest of the time, it was shorter. We only waited about what fifteen for Frozen. Not long. I didn't really feel like we were in the line for a long. We time. went through pretty quick. I want to say it was posted 25, but then it dropped to 15, like, right when we got in line. And it went pretty fast. They're all posted higher than they are. Yeah. I mean, they tend to do that, 10 to 15 minutes more. I mean, before we got in line, it was, like, 40. But... And then it dropped to 25. Yeah. Living with the Land was posted 10 minutes when we walked up, and there was no wait. No, we just walked on the Living with the Land. It wasn't even 10. Yeah. I think Soren was posted 20 or 25, and we pretty much walked on. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Soren was interesting. My only complaint, actually, out of everything we've ridden so far, the 
exit process for Soren is a bit chaotic. Yeah. Well, actually, and the the lady put two people on our row. Mm-hmm. Um, and we already had six people. Yeah. And Norma um, was sitting beside almost. Yeah. Those two people without any barrier there. Right. And I thought that was a little like, why is that happening? I don't like that very much. Yeah, I would I agree. I think where you and Garrett were sitting was where the two people should have sat. And then the rest of the us, rest on, the of us on the other side. Yeah, but, I think you're right. That's true. They should have done it that way. Yeah. But so the way that um, Soren is working is they've kind of got it set up where it's like, Garrett and I got the first two seats. Then there was a barrier like a plastic barrier, and then there were three? No, two, and then there were four at the end. I'm trying to picture it. I thought it was two, three, three, two. Uh-uh, it was no? two, two, and then four. And there oh. was a car seat that had the um, plastic barrier there mm-hmm. in between your and Garrett's seat, then where Allison and I sat. And then Norma, if McKenna had been there, she'd been sitting right beside the people we don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I had to leave. Why is there four together instead of just two? Some two, parties two, are bigger, two, I guess. Two. Yeah, but you can still put barriers between parties. Yeah. I mean, and we certainly had a barrier between us, but yeah, I guess they just figure maybe a party of four. I don't know. It's a little weird. The spacing's weird, and then when you exit Soren. Everybody is just, not only are you dumped out into a hallway together and people are not, of course, everybody's like trying to rush out. Right. So it's not like, let me wait and take my space and you guys have your space. It's like everybody trying to rush out the door. So my advice, if you do ride Soren, is just hang back, let everybody exit Mm -hmm. and go last if you want space, because otherwise everybody's trying to rush and it gets crammed. No one's trying to stay away from you. And then... That hallway, of course, joins the other hallways from the other Soren theaters. So then it's another bottleneck. Um, and that gets a bit chaotic. Yeah, I so agree. I didn't like that. It's it's something you have to watch. Like when you go, if you wanted to go watch Philhar Magic, it's the same kind of thing. Everybody, or like even Carousel of Progress, we had to make sure people were spacing out. But for some reason, it was easier to manage like Philhar Magic. We just kind of stood off to the side, made sure we had our space. I guess there aren't as many... Um, Allison and Norma yesterday pointed out that Flight of Passage is a bit like this because um, all of the different Flight of Passage exits end up merging together. So you have to kind of try to stagger and take your time. Um, So there are some bottlenecks on some exits. But as far as entry and typically spacing and seating, and they're doing a good job with all that. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, it's pretty good. I feel personally... That World Showcase was too crowded yesterday. I didn't think it was too crowded. I mean, I could stay away from people for the most part. It was more than I felt comfortable with. I mean, I don't feel like we were overly, like... I I feel like you had to just really be aware. Yeah. You had to really watch because there were a lot of people around. It was a lot... I'm just saying compared to what we saw Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I could see that. It's kind of the way I picture, I bet Galaxy's Edge, and what I've seen from pictures of people walking around Galaxy's Edge, there's more people crammed into that particular section. So, And while World Showcase has kind of wide corridors, but there's still, it's more people, they've got the food booths. Mm-hmm. So, And like you said, people go to Epcot to eat, so a lot of people are out there in World Showcase. And those food booths are still delicious. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I love I loved the hummus fries yesterday, and all the stuff I ate, ate a lot. <laughs> we did. That's a video coming soon to the Monday Morning Monorail YouTube. A video where Dad gets so excited about seeing Mickey and Minnie, he spills a drink on himself. I did. <laughs> it's a little bit subtle. It's at the end of the video. Stay to the end, and you'll hear me say, "I just threw chocolate all over myself because <laughs> I did." It was very exciting. The I liked how Epcot was bringing people, um, characters through, like, on a car and um, I would, a carriage. I think it would have been better if they were on boats going around the World Showcase. Yeah. Yeah, I they did could like do the that. boat idea that... I, I think what they're doing over at Animal Kingdom is really cool. They could do that in Epcot. Yeah, they could do that. Mm-hmm. 
so I haven't been to any of the parks besides going to Epcot. Mm-hmm. Um, so here is my pet peeve that <laughs> you guys, I don't think you agree with me, but it's okay because I think that all of the characters should be wearing, be wearing masks. Yeah. I think it's dangerous to the friends of these characters, Mm -hmm. and it would just set a good example for younger kids. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, even if... They'd see the characters in masks, and they're like, I want to wear a mask, too. Mickey and Minnie should be wearing cool masks. They can make them special masks. Yeah. It would be fun. I saw a TikTok about someone talking about it, too, Mm -hmm. Um, and they were like, look at all these cool designs for masks that you could do for each character. Very, like, it would be... They could make it fun. Yeah. I don't, it's not that I disagree with you. I think, I don't know. I think they, from what we saw, like we saw, uh, there were princesses that were on a horse-drawn carriage. There was only one in each row of the carriage and they were all separated by barriers. So, you know, they're, I, I think they're, for the most part, trying to keep them protected. But I, I get what you're saying. Like it would, it would. It would be a good example for, for I mean, kids. Yeah, even if they don't need the masks, it would add another level of protection and just set a good example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'm I, saying I'm not against it. Right. I'm, I'm fine. Like, I think that them not having them was okay because they were pretty far from us. Like, they weren't close close you know i know but like the characters at universal wear mask and not always not close close marilyn monroe never wears a mask why and we when we saw saw captain marilyn monroe when we saw captain america and spider-man captain america was not wearing a mask i have seen him since when he was but we saw him without one yeah Hmm. um yeah so i i think every time like if you ever see um the Scooby-Doo gang, they're always wearing masks, but I think they're the exception. Hmm. Like, I don't, I don't think they... Well, I, well, then the characters at Universal should be wearing masks, too. Yeah, well, just saying. See, McKenna? Yeah, there's the picture. Picture evidence. <laughs> Captain America. Every, everything covered. You. Everything covered except for his nose and mouth. <laughs> Batman style. But, um... Yeah, I, I think that'd be fine. I, I would be fine with that change. I wonder if maybe Mickey and Minnie are immune. They're they're rats. They're mice. They're, they're mice. Rats. I'm pretty no. sure rats have gotten COVID. We saw Anna and Elsa go through the World Showcase promenade, and Elsa just had an umbrella because it was rainy. She was not wearing a mask uh, but she had to walk. Yeah, Anna was in the carriage. She <laughs> had know, to I was walk. Like, What's going on here? <laughs> Why can't they sit together? <laughs> well, well, they're spacing them out. Yeah. Why was Elsa not on water horse? Yeah, she, Elsa should have been on her magical horse. Yeah. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Brave's on a horse in the Magic Kingdom. Merida. Yeah. Merida. Mm-hmm. Mer- Merida. The movie Brave. Yeah. <laughs> Did you all see that video of the scary situation where somebody's balloon balloon got away from them and it wrapped around the horse's leg? Oh, that was so scary. Yeah, it started kind of bucking. And Merida did a great job of staying on that horse while it started to freak out. And so did the... Actually, everybody involved in that situation did great. Like, the handlers calmed the horse down. They helped Merida get off when she could. And they, they managed to take care of what could have been a very scary situation. Yeah, no kidding. So hold on to your balloons, people. Yeah, it was an accident. I think a kid I, just let one go. Yeah, and that was just like a one in a million. No the balloon kidding. went right for the horse's leg and wrapped around it. It was it's crazy. Just all way too like set up. It was. Just, I mean, not like they meant to. I mean, like the fate. Yeah, that balloon does not like horses. Apparently not. It's terrible. Yeah, but everything was good. Everything was taken care of. Everybody was safe, but it was scary there for a minute. So. Yeah. Just weird, weird stuff. We're in a, we're in a weird time where weird things are happening and all the time. Twenty twenty, weird. I know. There, I feel like at this point, whenever I see outrageous headlines on news articles, I just start laughing. Twenty twenty. I just like whatever. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> this year gave us murder hornets. It gave us bears that know how to use nunchucks. <laughs> I don't know. Cake. I think that- 
<laughs> yeah, everything is I cake. I hate the cake thing. I hate it. I don't know what that means. Where like, there'll be like a bunch of eggs and they'll take a knife and they'll cut into one of the eggs and it's a cake and I hate it. The first time I saw that video, I was, I don't know why it distressed me so much. I was like, no, no, stop. (laughs) And they won't stop. It's everything. And then people are making funny, they'll they'll be like a PlayStation remote and they're like, is it cake? And then they cut, they try to cut it and it's not cake. (laughs) Someone tried to cut a speaker and then it played cake. Wow. <laughs> that one was good. I was like, that's good. I don't like the extra memes about it. I like. Th- I think the original video was funny, but it, now it's gotten to the point where they're just doing random stuff like, oh, that's cake. It's, that's I, cake, too. It's funny Whoa. that this has taken off all of a sudden because people have been doing the like hyper-realistic looking things that are actually cake for a while. This yeah. Is a, it's yeah. not new. Yeah. I saw. I know what you guys are talking about now because I saw like the toilet paper roll yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, hate like, it. Come on, stop. <laughs> just stop. stop a it. pickle. I was, <laughs> I was expecting one to at least just not be cake, and it was all cake. Could you eat something that looked like that? Like, it, say that was like a birthday cake, and it looked like something like a, a carton of eggs. It would have to taste really good. Like, I don't know. I I ate a cake that was a dead possum once. Yeah. Yeah, Why? you did. Yeah. Why would you? The, do it was that? red velvet cake. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> yeah, uh, she went to a birthday party and it was redneck themed. Yeah, <laughs> I got disturbed because um, someone put on Twitter a cake that was supposed to be a tick that was biting skin, Ooh. and whenever you cut open the tick, it actually had like fake blood. Oh, gro- are you sure they just didn't cut a tick open? Yuck! No, it was cake. <laughs> I mean, I'll eat weird cake. I like cake. I'm vi- visual matters to me. It's like I had a problem when everybody was using blue butter and green ketchup and all that stuff. I don't like green ketchup. All that stuff that mean, freaked me out. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, it but bothers me. Stuff should look like what it's supposed to look like. I think everything I should have edible glitter in it, but <laughs> I don't like green ketchup. Glitter is horrible. I hate glitter. It gets everywhere. <laughs> like sand. Yeah. Um... I don't know. Maybe I, I know that I'm not the most visual person, so maybe that's why stuff like that doesn't bother me. I'm like, does it taste good? Okay. Yeah. Visual has a big impact on my taste. V- sight and smell. Smell does. Yeah. But I, yeah. I remember when when the blue butter was out and pretty prominent, I can remember my sister making green eggs and ham with it, and I couldn't I couldn't eat them. I think I always had purple ketchup for a while when that no. was out. I loved it. I was like, yeah, purple ketchup. <laughs> no. Anyways, anything else we wanted to talk about yesterday? What did we... We just... We ate from the food booths. Yeah. We we, we did we have did Regal either. Eagle. Yeah. Of course. We got some chicken at Regal Eagle. Um, uh, the fries were really good. Oh, yeah. And Garrett tried a burger there, which was actually served on Texas toast. Yeah, I've had better burgers. It was... It was fine. Yeah. Okay. The fries were really good, though. Yeah, I eat most of Garrett's fries. <laughs> One thing we didn't say yet is um, what we thought about Liberty Tree Tavern. Oh, it's delicious. Yep. Apparently, I was hungry at the time, too, but we ate we so ate too much. much food. Too yeah. much. I'm still recovering, and that was like a week ago. Yeah. We, um, we decided that we needed two plates of food. Yeah, so it's a all you care to eat family style just like Diamond Horseshoe, mm-hmm. but instead of barbecue, it's pork or pot roast, pork tenderloin and turkey. Turkey. And then they give you mashed potatoes, green beans, mac and cheese, stuffing and dressing. Dress whatever. And there's uh they give you rolls. Yeah. Um and so they brought out the platter for us which has all three meats, the sides and everything, and we ordered another platter which we shouldn't have done. And the dessert is this ooey gooey toffee cake. Heck yeah. <laughs> and it's like these layers of crispy like toffee with vanilla ice cream on it. And, and it's it so good. It was really good. But also we were way full by the time we got it and probably shouldn't have eaten that either. You guys, you guys missed out on Diamond Horseshoe and on Liberty Tree. Tavern. I couldn't go. I know. But... You still said when you were done, I think you said you would prefer Diamond Horseshoe still. Yeah, I really liked it. I I would take the dessert 
from Liberty Tree over the one from Diamond Horseshoe. Like the Diamond Horseshoe dessert, just bring me more Wasn't of the it, food. That was the, like a s'mores cake. Yeah. Or the dessert that I got from Diamond Horseshoe uh, was one of those Christmas trees and some eggnog. <laughs> yeah. So that was really good. That was a walk through at Very Merry. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not a s'mores person. I don't really like chocolate a whole lot, and I don't. I definitely don't like graham crackers. I do like s'mores a lot, and I will say the Diamond Horseshoe s'mores cake was just okay to me. Yeah. But I really did like the ooey gooey toffee cake from Liberty Tree. Yeah, it was so good. And I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would go to either of those. Those are both pretty strong places to eat mm. at. It is delicious. And the um, cranberry sauce. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. The cranberry sauce was good. The mac and cheese was good. For me, I thought the pot roast was the best. My recommendation, if you go to Liberty Tree, take the pot roast, get you get you some mac and cheese on a fork, get a bite of the pot roast, eat it together. One bite. Delicious. The thing about Liberty Tree is it's it's my style of eating where you can mix all that stuff together and just eat it in one mixed bite, and it's awesome. Like, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy, like, I can take the rolls, put some mashed potatoes on there, put some turkey and, and some of the cranberry sauce on there. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Ooh, oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> I am. All that stuff goes well together. But definitely would go back. I thought it was great. You know, you can definitely get your money's worth eating. Um, non-alcoholic beverages are included in the price of the meal, but if you, they do have... Beer, wine, they had cider. I got something that was a shandy, which was um, lemonade mixed with ale. Yeah, I or it was like a hefeweizen mixed with lemonade or something. Yeah, I don't, I I don't recommend um, necessarily buying drinks there because my wine it was fine, but it was sixteen dollars. Yeah, I mean they're gonna and make was, you pay for the alcohol. Well, right, but that was a small pour. I was like, who drinks this size glass yeah. of wine? Yeah, but it is an option. Yeah. But if you if you do want, I mean, you got an unsweet tea as mm-hmm. well, and uh, but you can get yeah, like soft drinks, all that stuff yeah. included. Tea was free. It was awesome. It was delicious tea. So, another good experience dining at Magic Kingdom that you guys missed out on. Mm-hmm. I have now eaten at Be Our Guest, Skipper Canteen, Diamond Horseshoe, and Liberty Tree. We still need to do uh, the Plaza. And we need to do Tony's Town Square. We haven't really eaten at Casey's. Yeah, sure we have. Yeah, I've we've gotten, gotten some food from Casey's. But like, you don't eat there. You don't eat in there. Eat, you could eat at. No, you can't. There's no tables, there's tables. in. Mm-mm. Right outside. They're right outside. They're right outside. Yes, yeah, so I've eaten you right eat outside, outside. Casey's. I haven't. Oh. So I, I want to. Okay. <laughs> so it doesn't. Even though you've had the the food they offer there, I'm it doesn't count. To make an excuse to eat again. to go back to Casey's. Yeah. It wasn't open when we were in no. Magic Kingdom. Right? It wasn't. We'll be back soon. And we can try and... I want a chili dog. Go there. Cosmic Rays is open, though. I love Cosmic Cosmic Rays. Rays. Yeah. So, there's always Cosmic Rays. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's fine. Well, we ended up rearranging our park day. So, today we were actually supposed to be in Hollywood Studios, but we moved it based on what we were seeing. We thought maybe it'd be a little little much. Yeah, I'm... I mean, I know we all are excited and going back to the parks. It's been a lot of fun, but I definitely want to go um, whenever I feel safe. And I, yeah. what I've seen so far just makes me a little nervous because... I'm I, sure it would be fine. I am too. We would manage it, but... But I still want to... You know, it's still a risk. Yeah. We're taking a risk. Every time, every time we go, we realize we're taking a risk. And I do... That's a good point. I want to say... With all the reviews that we're giving you guys, in no way are we trying to encourage you to like come down now and go to the parks because we think it's totally safe. That's not what our goal is. Yeah, you need in to talking do what's about this. best for you and your family. And yeah. if you guys have, you know, family members who have compromised immune systems or anything like that, I mean, you got to take those things yeah. into consideration. Yeah, I mean, numbers are continuing to climb. In the United States and especially in Florida. Yeah, we're doing we're doing amazing here. So <laughs> I think all we're really trying to do is trying to pre- present the ins- information so that you can make informed decisions for you. But n- we're not trying to give advice one way or the other. No. In fact, we probably shouldn't be going as as much as we have. Yeah. 
but it's fun, but we shouldn't. But what I was going to add to what you said about Hollywood Studios is that I think we were spoiled by our experience at Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom because they were just so empty when we were there that, you know, that's what we were hoping Hollywood Studios was going to be like. Because I can imagine a beautiful day at Hollywood Studios where you just walk on everything, and that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. But. Yeah. And yeah, we maybe are being a little spoiled, but you know, I want to walk right on. Why are we waiting? (laughs) Well, we don't have another park day for a couple of weeks, but we will be going back to Magic Kingdom, the four of us, in a couple of weeks. And then a couple of weeks after that, we have Animal Kingdom. No Hollywood Studios day booked yet, but I'm going to check and see because we do have an available day to book yet. Yeah, we might as well, um, you know, maybe give it a little more time. But go. the way the availability has been, it's going to be kind of a every couple of weeks we get to go a day kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it, it's things are pretty booked up for like four to six weeks, even with the new availability on the weekends for sure. So we're trying to do our best. Yeah, it's good for our budget right now. <laughs> like we're not spending all that money. Yeah, that's about all I wanted to talk about today. I think that'll do it. Yeah. Anything we missed? Anything you guys wanted to say before we go? Um, no. (laughs) That's that's what I wanted to say. Thanks for hanging out with us, Allison and Norma. We had a very good time at Epcot with you, and they got to experience Hollywood Studios, so we learned a little bit more from them. I think they're in Magic Kingdom today. Yeah, they are. So. Yeah. Very cool. Everybody stay safe out there. That's the big thing. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Social distance. Don't talk to people. Wash your hands. Cover your mouth and nose when you cough and sneeze. <laughs> These are the announcements you'll hear if you're in the parks. <laughs> yeah. Constantly. Constantly. But <laughs> they're good reminders. Yeah. But thanks so much for listening to us today. Hope you enjoyed the show. And if you are enjoying the show, make sure to tell some friends. We love to have more people listening to the monorail. Join the monorail family. Make sure that you are signed up to be part of the Monday Morning Monorail fam on Facebook. And uh, watch that YouTube page. Yeah. More videos coming. Monday Morning Monorail on YouTube. Garrett is Skelligummy everywhere. Everywhere. Skelligummy on Twitter. Skelligummy everywhere. So make sure you're following him. McKenna is not on social media. Don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll be back here again next week. And until we return, we hope you have a magical week. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings, and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all real soon.